Hey, what is up, guys? Today's episode is brought to you by the incredible sponsors of the program, ChemicalFreeBody.com. If health and wellness is a priority for you, then check out the incredible products over at ChemicalFreeBody. Plant-based nutritional supplements from Super Greens, my favorite, with all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, and micronutrients in just one single scoop. Toss it in your glass of water, your shake, your smoothie, however you want to do it. They also have other incredible products, gut detoxers, anti-inflammatories, immune boosters, and so much more. ChemicalFreeBody.com and check out that promo code, it's me, all one word, it's me for discounts at your checkout. And look, we have so many different insurance policies in our life. And if the last couple years has taught you anything, it taught me that storable food needs to be on that list. Prepare with itsme.com, the incredible products over at My Patriot Supply. They have four-week supply of food, three-month supply, all products with up to a 25-year shelf life. Have the peace of mind, ladies and gentlemen, of having storable food and have that supply on deck. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And uh, if you have, you know, shaving needs like nice chrome domes like me, SkullShaver.com is a whole new concept in face and head shaving. The products offered over there include men's head shavers, face shavers, hair clippers, and trimmers. And ladies, we haven't forgot about you with the butterfly kiss. And we also have a large selection of accessories to make your life that much more simple. All of the shavers come with uh, removable, washable blades made of premium Japanese stainless steel to ensure flawless results. It just makes it so much easier. You can get your shaving done anytime, anywhere, in or out of the shower. It gets no better. Skullshaver.com, front slash discount, front slash it's me. All of the links to these incredible products will be in the description of this episode. So without further delay, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the show. Everything, everything. Everything gonna be all right this morning. And here we go once again, ladies and gentlemen. It's me speaking to you, Jeffrey Wilson. Uh, look, really, really looking forward to this conversation today, man. I can't thank him enough for his time. It is fight week, and he is moving into his big bout this weekend, Friday, April 29th. Uh, I'll post a link to where you could order the pay per view. Where I believe he can help me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but he and his opponent are making history this weekend. I'm talking today to Hasim Rahman Jr. He is, of course, the son of former heavyweight champion Hasim Rahman, where he's going to be facing off against Kenzie Morrison, the son of former heavyweight champion Tommy Morrison. Hasim, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. It's absolutely my pleasure, man. And, and, and this is pretty. This is history making, right? This is the first time this has happened. Yeah, this is the first time uh, two heavyweight champions have sons that are that are competing in a professional boxing match. That's crazy, man. It's a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing. Kenzie Morrison coming in 19-0. and Hasim Rockman Jr. coming in 12-0. and Both undefeated, as they say. It's kind of cliche now, but somebody's O has to go. And, you know, my man is trying to make sure it is not him this weekend. How's the camp been going, bro? Man, camp was great. We started camp in, in Las Vegas in the mountains. We took it over to New York. In, 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 in Brooklyn, New York, we came back to Vegas about two weeks ago, and um, but we finished up in the mountains. Now we down here in the valley, and getting that, putting the finishing touches on our training camp. So. We, we ready to rumble. The finishing touches, without a doubt, man. And, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody knows he's, you know, friend fan of the boxing game. You know, Kenzie Morrison's father is no longer with us. You know, rest in peace, Tommy the Duke. I mean, you have a very uh, you have a unique opportunity. You are, you are in a unique, unique place here where you can sit under the learning tree. Obviously, you're a student of the game, but you can sit under the learning tree of your pops, who is the former heavyweight champion of the world, man. What's that been like, training with your father, working with your father, sparring with your father? 
it's uh it's an opportunity that you know I, I think I think a lot for every day. It's it's something I don't you know. My father and I haven't always been on the same page, and we disagree a lot, just like any father and son. But yeah, uh, for the most part, I, I soak up everything I can, even if it's stuff that I may not necessarily agree with. I still soak it up, and it's knowledge that's in the tank. So uh, just on fight night, it's just like I hear his voice over and over and over again, and um, I, I, I really feel like I transform into him. Yeah. Once it's fight night, I, I, in a way, I transform into into him and, and take that same energy he took uh, throughout his career. I take it into the ring with me. Well, and you know, I'm I'm a little long in the tooth, man. But I, I remember the heavyweight boxing division back in the day, man. It was just you know just stocked full of killers, man. Your father, Lennox, David, Tua. I, I mean, it's just like it's 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 amazing, dude. And I mean, I think that's really cool and kind of unique. Like I said, you have that opportunity because I mean. I remember that probably it was yesterday when he knocked out Lennox Lewis, man. Shocked the world. Like Muhammad Ali said, he shocked the world. Right. So, I mean, you guys both, man, you know, undefeated. Both of you guys coming in undefeated. Obviously, you want to protect that undefeated record without giving things away necessarily. You know, what? what's the game plan? I know, you know, Kenzie tries to, he comes in a little bit heavier, tries to do, you know, load up. You know, he doesn't quite throw that left hook like his pops, but he's, you know, you guys both have dynamite in your hands. You can end the night at any moment. And it seems to me, I mean, this again, no knock on either of you guys, but no knock on him. You seem a little more technically sound. And, I mean, is the plan possibly to drag him into those deep waters? I mean, neither of you guys have necessarily gone past, I think it's five or six or six or seven rounds. What's the plan as far as, um, you know, are you headhunting? Are you going in there trying to try to knock him out? Or are you going to try to make it a long night for him? I just pray for victory and help. Um, I know... The, 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 the main thing is to establish my dad and everything else comes behind that. I know that in boxing and I was taught that from Emmanuel Stewart. So that that, that is that is always the game plan. Establish my jab, get my jab out there and then everything else comes behind that. Nothing nothing will happen if I don't establish that the, the jab. So the jab is the most important punch in boxing, so it's it's definitely the most important piece on the chessboard that yeah. we're gonna be using. For sure. Um, I feel like the jab is like the queen um, <laughs> on the chessboard. I can go anywhere with the jab. I can go up. I can go down. I can flick it. I can go around with it. And it, and it, and it, and it brings out all my other punches. It brings out the pawn, uh, which is like the, the pit-pat punches. It brings out the knight, which is the hook. It brings out the bishop, which is the <laughs> shot. I love it. And all the while, it, it, it protects the king, which is which is the, the head. Yes. And... and, and, and you can be offensive, defensive. You can you can you can you can control the pace. You do everything with your jab. So um, establishing the jab is definitely uh, uh, the, the and that's not that's not something that I'm, I'm I'm shy about sharing. Right. Yeah. Well, and like I said, man. I mean, just watching his fights, he tends to try to load up, trying to you know land them big big punches, but. Like you said, man, I mean, everything kind of spins, all, you know, everything kind of trickles down from the jab. And if you keep that distance and, you know, just pick him apart, it makes for a long night for him without a doubt. And this is, uh, this is you know, Roy Jones promotions. Big shout outs to Roy. I was, you know, a huge fan and, you know, always remain a huge fan of Roy Jones. Um, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll state this again at the end of the interview. Where can people pick this up? Because this is going to be on pay-per-view. It is Fight TV, F-I-T-E TV. Download the app on um, smart TV, on your, uh, your Android or Apple device, iOS. Um, like I said, Fight TV, F-I-T-E TV. 
and um, it's available $30 pay-per-view. That's what's up. So if you guys ain't doing nothing, it's not a Saturday fight night. It is a Friday fight night, but I can guarantee you, man, this is going to be a banger. And I mean, it's so cool, man, because, you know, boxing's been around for a very, very long time, and very seldom is history made in this kind of manner. And like you said, man, two former, two sons of former heavyweight champions, and I mean, who literally, you know, made their mark. You know, Tommy Morrison won his belt. I believe it was against George Foreman, who I've had the absolute pleasure of interviewing. The guy's absolutely amazing. And of course, your father made his mark knocking out Lennox Lewis in very, very impressive fashion, man. Um, you know, this is not to... I, you guys, I mean, not everybody's cut out to be a fighter, man. And this isn't uh, this isn't ballroom dancing, as they say. And oftentimes, man, nobody comes from the most chill of life the background is often tumultuous whatever it is man and i know this i, I don't i don't mean to bring this up because i know this is possibly a sensitive subject but I, i'm very curious man you you lost your son uh not too long ago and i'm just curious how that has cultivated you not only as a man as a human being but like you know and how you live your life but your fight career what has that done to influence your fight career um it's actually helped a tremendous deal i mean of course i i would love for my son to be here with yeah. me and going through this with me because i was with my dad and i'm gonna do it with him um so but he is here with me he's here with me in spirit i have him every day he's watching me and he, he watches me uh, uh watches over me watching me uh put in this work he, this is the hardest that i've ever worked in my life so uh I think he knows that there's great things to come from his father, and it's just it's just such a motivation to be to be blessed by an angel, blessed with an angel, um, to be up there with the prophet and, and and sitting down and on Friday night I'm gonna make everybody proud. That's what's up, man. I know I know you you are you are a Muslim gentleman. I believe you know the, the jinn, uh, the, the the spirits, if you will. I believe they're called uh, jinn, and that's uh, that's like you said is hopefully gonna be uh, be walking with you to the ring. To, to get on the good foot and do the bad thing, as I, I like to say, man. You know, the state of boxing, man, it's changed. It's changed a lot. And I just want to ask you a few things about, you know, um, where things have gone. You know, it's 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 morphed into this weird thing now where you got the Paul brothers in there. And you got, uh, you know, Tyson Fury just knocked out his opponent this past weekend, stepping into the ring, talking about fighting with Francis Ngannou. How, how have you seen from the outside kind of looking in, even from the inside looking out, you know, seeing like your father's era, how has boxing changed, man, if, if you think it's changed at all? It's just a, it's just a social media area, era now. Like, um, the best fighters don't, don't, don't get the best fights. Right. Who has the most clout? And, um, you know, it, some paper champions, but at the end of the day, they get exposed. Um, I think that boxing is such a beautiful sport that it tells the truth. Boxing will always tell you the truth, and um, I think the uh, I think uh, the truth the truth about uh, the truth about uh, who's better between me and Kenzie is going to come out on on on, on the twenty ninth. Without a doubt, as as Mr. Robert Nesta Marley said, you can fool some people sometimes, but you can't fool them all the time. And that's and that's interesting you say that because I think you know I've I've spoken with a lot of MMA Hall of Famers just MMA people in general like even the MMA game has changed it's now about super fights it's not about these cats who work their way up the division they almost have to sit on pause and standby while these you know like you said clout chasing super fights happen but you know I'll be anxious to see how you guys get in there and do your thing because I mean you know you guys both got big time name recognition but um, so would you I mean 
I guess. I mean, again, you you were obviously a purist of the sport, but do you not the hustle of like a Logan Paul or Jake Paul trying to grab oh, them bags? Is absolutely not. Um, I think it's beautiful. The more light that's brought to the sport, the better it is. True that. I mean, they bring in millions and millions of new eyes to the sport. So, you know, whether they whether they are are, are long time boxers or not, it's a good thing to have more people tuned into the sport. Well, and it's it, it's again, man. These. I mean, these YouTube cats, man, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, they're getting in there knocking out your Tyron Woodleys, your Ben Askrens. I don't know how much of a work it was with Floyd Mayweather, but it's just like they went in there. I mean, it, it, from a skill standpoint, you know, as a boxer, how, how would you rate their skills? Or is it all kind of just like super WWE show stuff? Do you see any kind of skill in their game? I've actually boxed Jake um, on multiple times. And Jake Jake has tremendous heart and uh, and, and he does have skill. Um, he has more skill than people who have been boxing as long as him have. Uh, Jake's very, very, very much dedicated, and he works very hard. So anyone who dedicates themselves and works hard is going to have some, some, some type of success. Uh, I don't think Logan is as dedicated, and I don't think he's as good. But I think of all the, you know, the newfound boxers, the, the YouTube guys, the yeah. guys that are just part of the whole work. I think Jake is the best amongst them. I mean, KSI, and, um, the, the, the other uh, Abi guy. I mean, just all those, you know, guys that are not traditional fighters that have come into the fight game. I think that Jake is the best out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, again, he's he's shown improve. I mean, and that's something I want to ask you about. Like Tyron Woodley, man. I mean, that dude is absolutely no punk. One of the dopest welterweight champions in the UFC. But you know, people who aren't student of the game you know, really get it twisted when it comes to boxing and MMA striking. And I want to get your thoughts not only on that, but your, I wouldn't call it an altercation, but, you know, kind of your viral interaction with Rampage Jackson about kind of that similar, about that similar subject, man. Cats stepping in, MMA cats thinking they can step into the, to the boxing ring and vice versa. Just the thing, in MMA, when you're striking and, 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 and you're in the middle of a fight, you pretty much can, can, Halt the the striking. You can grab a guy, throw him against the cage, throw him on the ground. Yeah, you can go on the ground. You can literally be standing up fighting somebody, and then literally just just get on the ground. You can't do that in boxing. You got to stand there and go toe for toe. Right. So, right. with that being said, it's not a lot of uh, a guys in the in the UFC or the MMA world. There's not a lot of guys in the, in, the, in the MMA world or the UFC that can uh, stand there and go toe-to-toe with each other, let alone with another boxer. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how much of a fan you are of the, the sport of MMA, but have you seen anybody who's like, oh, shit, he got some nice hands? Because, I mean, I see, I think it was Logan, uh, or maybe Jake Paul called out Michael Bisbing, you know, 40-year-old, one eye, et cetera. Michael's the beast and stuff, but he's like, yo, if you want to get if you want to get treated, step in there with uh, with Anderson Silva. Do you see anything from any UFC fighters, former or present, that you see has some nice hands, I've, including Anderson Silva? I've only seen pretty much Anderson Silva fight in the in the boxing world. I, I, I'm not I'm not really a fan of the UFC or, or MMA, and it's just I think it's just natural because it's too much hugging. It's too much hugging, and it, 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 I'm not a wrestler, so when I don't think I mean I know it's action packed sport, but that just doesn't seem action-packed to me when these guys are holding for two, three rounds and trying to choke each other out. And right. That's just not appealing to me. It's uh, it's that's 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 not. 
I, I, I don't know. I didn't grow up on that. Right, right. And that makes it's sense. Different. That makes sense. You're, you know, yeah. I, I, I'd rather see two guys go toe-to-toe, hand-to-hand, fist-to-fist, fist-to-cuff. That's, that's what I like to see. I, I'll, I'll watch an amateur tournament all night before I order a, a pay-per-view of, for, mm. from the UFC. Interesting. I mean, like, again, like I said, I'm, I'm a not an aficionado, I never boxed myself, but I was just a huge fan of the game back in the day. But I mean, I mean, from a, from a quote unquote real standpoint, if you were to get into a real fight, I mean, do you, you at least have to take your head off to their ability to scrap MMA guys is what I'm saying. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's more, that's more of a, a real street fight than a boxing match is. I mean, they, they got elbows, they got throw each other on the ground. You can knee in the face. If you if you hit a guy with a one two and he hits the canvas, you can hop on top of him and keep on hitting him. Yeah, I mean that's definitely closer to a street fight than than what boxing is. But boxing is, um, I feel like boxing is for the class, uh, the classy. Uh, but there's, there's it's a science, it's an art. Yes, it's, it's, and it's beautiful. Um, the rules are are known worldwide, and it's just uh, it, it, I, I believe it's just a more beautiful science. And I was just gonna say, you know, I, I feel like the, the MMA and UFC or whatever is just kind of barbaric. I mean, I, you know, I can we can indeed agree to disagree, but no, I feel what you're saying because, like I said, you sat under that learning tree. You came up from, you know, Marcus Queensbury rules, you know, boxing. It is, and it really is exactly. a science. There's a huge, huge science to it. And as I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate it too because when I used to watch it, my mom, people would be like, "This is just people getting there." you know, cockfighting, just beating each other up. And, you know, people obviously do get hurt and even killed in the ring. So it's not, you know, again, it's not uh swing dance or anything. But, you know, I I just, I've having a pre, as a combat sports uh, fan in general, I just, you know, all of these different, I think boxing is a martial arts. So I think all these different martial arts have been around for so long and there's so much, you know, artistry and science behind all of them. I just think it's, you know, I, I appreciate all of them. But, you know, again, you're a boxer, so I get how, you know, you, your sentiments are going to be more leaning towards boxing. Um, so, I mean, with that said, like if you, you know, when Tyson Fury won his last fight in Princeton and got him in the ring, is that something you, again, going back to how boxing and combat sports has changed, we're now possibly, we'll see how the contract negotiations work out. Nagano might fight a Tyson Fury. How how would you see that going? I mean, I don't see it going pretty for Nagano. Tyson Fury, <laughs> right now, the best heavyweight on the planet. I don't, I don't, I don't see it going good for him and I think that he get knocked out. I think that uh you know Floyd Mayweather put the put the blueprint out there for uh, uh boxers versus these MMA guys. Um he he took uh Conor McGregor to territory unknown and then yeah. once he got into that unknown territory he was he, he folded. And I think, so, you know, like you said with Tyson Fury being you know, the people are saying he is, I've even heard people saying he's the best ever. I can't get down with that sentiment. He's definitely got skills. He's definitely nice. I don't think that, I don't think that he should ever be considered the the best ever. When you have been caught for cheating, you can't be the best ever. True that. You just can't. True that. True that. But I think, you know, yes, I agree with that, man. I agree with that. And then I think if this does happen, I think Nangano will, I mean, I'm going to say get exposed because, you know, in MMA, like, I, he almost decapitated Alistair Overeem. The guy's clearly got dynamite in his hand. But this comparison of MMA strikers to boxing, I think that conversation could end if that fight does happen because I think the, you know, the answer. Well, I mean, Tyson was talking about even doing it in a UFC cage. So we haven't seen a boxer do that, I don't think, aside from James Tony and Carissa Shields. 
we haven't seen bo- too many boxers get into that UFC cage. So it all depends on which way the pendulum swings on that one. Well, and like you said, you know, James Tony, he did, you know, do that. Him and Randy Couture got down and it literally went to the ground almost immediately. You know, Randy didn't want right. to see those hands and catch any kind of that smoke. So I, I think it'll be fascinating. And, you know, it, it's interesting, just like I said earlier, to how the sports have just changed. MMA's changed. You know, like you said, everything, everything is about whatever it is, the clout chasing, the blue check marks, the numbers, the subs. And obviously you can leverage that to some degree to sell pay-per-views. But in my opinion, it's kind of changed kind of the purity of the sport. Like you said, the rankings, it upsets me. And whether UFC or boxing, cats who have worked their butt off get kind of put on hold and put on standby because this more popular fight could happen. Yep. Exactly right. I couldn't have said that better myself. I mean, you know, change is the immutable law of the universe. So, I mean, I just kind of roll with it. But, I mean, it's cool to see cats like you, you know, with with your father and sitting under that learning tree, learning about the purity of the sport. I'm super, super stoked to see how things play out this weekend, man. What, um, kind, I mean, obviously, you, you work, you're looking for bigger fights, man. You're looking for them big, big paydays. How are you? And I, I hate to ask this because it, it almost... I don't want you to be thinking I'm asking you to look beyond this weekend. But what are some of your plans for the next few years, man? Um, you know, I'm really just been focused on Friday, Friday night. Right, and right. Taking care of what I got to take care of on Friday. But um, I definitely would like to compete for world titles, um, maybe in multiple divisions. Um, there's three different weight classes I could compete in. So uh, I'm I'm looking to try my hand at, at multiple world titles. I would love to be a, a unified uh, or, or and or undisputed world champion. That's what's up, man. Like if you're not in it to win the win the top trophies, what are you in it for, right? I mean, because it's uh, right. It's it's a tough sport. Any, I mean, what, what are you seeing? I mean, obviously you have respect for your opponent this weekend. Anything you're seeing from him that you you need to be looking out for? Any dangerous spots? Yeah, any 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 things you can see that you can opponent, exploit? My opponent is 19 wins, no losses. 17 of those wins come by way of knockouts. So yeah. he's coming with the punch. Um, you know, I, I've trained for this fight like this is the first fight that I could lose if I didn't, if I didn't train diligently, if I didn't take it serious. So, uh, you know, my my opponent brings speed, power, boxing IQ. He brings he brings all that to the table. So I have a tremendous amount of respect, and I feel a serious threat from him. So. Um, I, I I feel like my best my best will be will be on Friday night. We'll, we'll see me at my best because I'm I'm fighting the best person. This will be the best person that I fought thus far. Well, and as you know, iron sharpens sharpens iron, man. And it, you know, I, I, he has to again. This is history making, ladies and gentlemen. The first time two sons of former heavyweight champions have stepped into the ring. Is that I've talked to so many different fighters. You know, it, it's the mental game. I mean, obviously this is a physical game, but there's a mental game to this as well. When you step into that ring, is there any pressure being Haseen Rockman's son as you go in there? I mean, that comes with what I was saying, but that I've been Haseen Rockman's son my whole life. Yeah, yeah. So I've learned how to deal with it. I've learned how to deal with it. I've learned how to adapt and adjust. And, uh, you know, it's just another day in the office. Well, sounds like you got your game tight, man. I mean, as I called you before, you know, we had to reschedule for a few minutes because you were having your team meeting What's the consensus going on with the team, man? Obviously, everyone's you know got their all their energy together. Did you hear anything? Is there anything you caught? No, no, no. When when you picked up the phone, I was like, man, are they at a they at a not a party, but I might catch them in the middle of training because there was a lot going on, man. What's the what's the vibe like in the camp right now, man? I'm sure everybody's excited. 
we're very high energy. We're, we, we, you know, there, there, are, there are a lot of things that you don't need talent to, uh, to, to be effective. And one of those things is high energy. You don't need talent to be high energy. And our whole camp is high energy. And uh, that's something that we bring into the gym every day. That's something that we, we take to the, to the restaurants when we go eat as a team. <laughs> when, when, we go, when we go on runs, we, 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 uh, we, we run. And it's um, high, having high energy is something that's contagious. So, you know, that that's that's why we that's why we like that. Well, and it's definitely something you can feed off of as you as you, you know, step into the ring to get ready to do your thing. Um and I I, I brought it up just a brief moment ago. What was that conversation with you and I, I watch a lot of these kind of quote unquote altercations online and TikTok, et cetera. I'm like, man, that was a work. I'm a big wrestling I used to be a big wrestling fan, so I'm thinking everything's a work WWE wise. Not not saying that was between you and Rampage, but what was the what was the root of that? What was the catalyst of that and what you know what? What are your thoughts? What was that? What was that about? Is, uh, they have they have this new thing called triad triad combat, is where they 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 the, the fighters in a triangle. It's not a a, a square or or octagon, and they got on I think I think ten ounce gloves or eight ounce gloves, and they're like a mixture between boxing and MMA gloves. They've had one event and then the second one got canceled, but you know um I just I, I, a team MMA won the first triad combat event, but uh team boxing won the main event. Um Kerber Pua knocking out Frank Mir. So Oh yeah, uh, I did see that. Okay, so that was just boxing, right? That's not any MMA, that's all boxing? No, that's that's MMA and boxing mix. You can oh, do shit. a spinning back fist. You can do a spinning back fist, you can do a jackhammer uh fist and you can do a Superman clinch all in triad combat, but there's no kicking or grappling, grabbing to the ground and there's no Okay. Uh, I don't but there are certain holds you can do, like I think guillotine. I don't know. I don't know exactly what they call. It. I'm not very familiar. Right. But um, I, I know there's certain holds you could do that aren't allowed in traditional boxing that would be allowed there, and um, you can hold and punch, which you're not usually allowed to do in boxing. They usually break you. But uh, I, I I just felt like you know whoever he got on his team, they they can't. They're not going to be able to to be in the same triangle with me. So, you know, I was kind of pressing him, like, you know, what's up? You want to do it? You keep calling. <laughs> apparently, apparently it's him and Shannon, but I'm like, you don't even got to go to Shannon. Shannon's the champ. You you, you can get you get what you're looking for right here. I'm, I'm right here right now. I'm a young champion. Uh, uh, I believe in my heart. And um, I, I was, the, the triad thing was very appealing to me because, you know, I'll fight. I, 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 I honestly did some MMA training a few years ago. I just, I was getting thrown around by a 145-pounder, so <laughs> I wasn't really feeling that. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was like, what is going on? This would never happen in a boxing gym. Yeah, his name is actually, I know his name still is Marco Simmons. Marco Simmons was throwing me around the, the, the MMA gym like a rag doll, and he wasn't but 145 pounds mm. of what. So I was like, yeah, this probably ain't my strong suit right here. Let me get back in the boxing gym. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you know what works for you, though. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Rampage, I, you know, when I when I came up and started watching MMA, I mean, even at the end of that interview, you had kind of touched up on me like, oh, shoot, Rampage is still solid over here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check out more of that triad. Yeah, I know. And I was a big fan. I still am a big fan of Frank Mir, and I know that that did not go well for him. And that's something I just, 
I don't want to. I mean, I don't mind new promotions coming out with new dynamics of combat sports, but these cats who just shouldn't be doing it anymore are still trying to do it. I don't like seeing that, man, because you know we've we've seen all too often how that plays out when cats, especially in combat sports, are just hanging on a little bit too long. Yeah, when they stay in the zone. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Well, and it's weird because now the bags are so big, man. Like I do a podcast and I work with UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich, and like he was the first UFC welterweight champion. And, you know, he, he, I mean, he got paid and stuff, but he missed that window of those big, big paydays. And like I said, now, like I was, I was asking you before, you know, people are leveraging their fame and their Instagram viewers, et cetera, et cetera, to get some, some pretty big bags, man. I mean, obviously Mike Tyson and the promotion, you know, Roy Jones, they did their thing. So it's, it's interesting to see how these things are, are playing out as the boxing combat sports world changes. But that is a change which you have to do this weekend, Friday, April 29th. Haseem Rockman Jr., 12-0, going up against Kenzie Morrison, 19-0. Again, somebody's O is going to go. And it sounds like my man here is has no shortage of confidence and is looking to uh, pick up that W this weekend, man. Again, I can't thank you enough. You know, I know it's fight week, and the fight is what? Three. No, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Absolutely, thank you man. Tell your pops what's up. I was a huge fan, still a huge fan. And uh, give us a shout-out again on that link and where people can pick this pay-per-view up. It's going to be on Fight TV, F-I-T-E TV. And um, if you tapped into the interview, thank you so much for tapping in. Go ahead, follow me on Instagram, at underscore JR. And, um, yeah, we, we, we here to, we, we, we coming to make noise on Friday. It's time to rumble. So <laughs> I want to bring back a, a good Friday night fight feeling back to, back to boxing. You got a great heavyweight fight happening on Friday night. So if you're into boxing, tune in. We're bringing back some old school feel. If you if you're not into boxing and you just you just want to see a, a good fight, you want to see a good scrap, make sure you go ahead and tune in. Yeah, man, because they are going to be making history, and that's a hard thing to do in something like boxing that's been around for so long. Hasim, I man, I wish you uh, health, happiness, and safety this weekend, brother. I know you're going to get in there and do your thing. And uh, like I said, tell your pops what's up, man. Looking forward to big things from you, my friend. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Haseem Rockman, ladies and gentlemen, going to be facing off against Kenzie Morrison this weekend, April 29th, Fight TV. I will be adding that link into the description of the video. Peace and so much love. Till next time, guys. Respect.